Okay. Hello, hello, hello. And how are you doing? I pray that all is well with you and your family. How was your day on today? I had a very busy day on today. Just working on some things uh, behind the scene. Getting ready to um, do some more posting, posting, posting. If you haven't seen any uh, about my um, course that I will be uh, kicking off once again at the top of the year, January 2023. I will be uh, getting ready to do that again. I'm also going to be having a live event. Uh, just introducing the course once again if you haven't uh, had a chance to um, tune in or zoom in. Uh, with me to do an introduction into my course with the five steps to start your emotional healing journey. So I'm excited about that. So on today, what are we talking about? All right. So we are still talking about healing your past. Healing your hurt is going to require love. Today's lesson, lesson seven, we are talking about healing the shame. Yes, healing the shame. We all have felt this at one time or another about the various things that we go through in our lives. But we have to uh, heal that shame to move forward in our lives. All right. Shame is another thing that we have to get rid of in order to grow authentically and heal our past. We must be vulnerable in order to deal with shame. We cannot share ourselves if we don't deal with it. When we show who we are, including our weaknesses and strengths, we never have to struggle with shame again. Did you hear that? If you are open, honest, truthful, vulnerable about what has happened, what you may have done, you never have to deal with shame again. I, I just, you know, just thank God for being so loving and kind, gracious, merciful uh, towards us. You know, we are his children. We are his creation. And he is just waiting for us to come to him. Just waiting for us to come to him. He loves us so much and God does not desire that anyone would perish when we show who we really are when we show those scars the emotional wounds and those life experiences we are ashamed of we will never have to struggle with it again that is a liberating feeling that is what freedom feels like no more shame holding me. I am no longer bound. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am free. That's what song comes to mind when I think about getting rid of the shame. You're no longer bound by other people's perception, other people's judgment, because you're able to be yourself. Isn't this what Adam and Eve did in the beginning, right? We know the story, right? They ate the fruit. Their eyes are open, right? So what did they do? They hid from God. Then God came looking for them. He's like, you know, Adam, where are you? He didn't call. 
Eve, he said, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard you, Lord, but I hid myself because I was naked. He was like, well, who told you you were naked? So now he, he's fearful of God. He's been walking with God in the garden, talking to God, fellowshipping with God. He went against God's commandment. Don't eat that fruit off of that one tree. But he did it. So now he has the fear, the guilt, the shame, all right? He's feeling bad. He's disappointed. God, you know, God knows we are going to mess up, make mistakes. But all he desires is that we just come to him and confess it. Confess your sin. We cannot hide from our creator. But what God is calling us to do is to stop hiding, to come from behind those bushes, to come from behind that mass. He wants us to stop running and come to him. When God came to meet Adam and he said, I am naked, so I hid myself, God wanted to know who told you that? Have you eaten from that tree? Have you eaten from that tree? Did you get in that relationship knowing full well you should not have gotten into that relationship? Well, God told you to go right, you went left. You didn't listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. We must listen to our Heavenly Father. But when we don't, all we have to do is go to Him, not beat ourselves up. I mean, he knew he was going to do it, but just go to him and confess. You know, dad, I messed up. He will forgive you. And when God forgives us of something, let's not go back to it. Let's not go back to what God has pulled us out of. We cannot share ourselves with others when we see ourselves as small and unworthy of a connection with others. Shame was introduced in the Garden of Eden. We know the story. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. There was no concept of shame before their eyes were opened. After they sinned, they felt so bad about what they had done. They wanted to hide from God. They forgot who they had been. They forgot who they had been to God and how much God loved them. All of a sudden now, they were afraid and shame. Shame makes us want to run. Shame makes us want to hide and we feel guilty embarrassed shame makes us dreadful it's like you take on this spirit that does not belong to you we got to give it back to the enemy give it back we present a fake version of ourselves because we were so ashamed of others seeing who we really are Adam and Eve were ashamed of what they had done. I mean, we all have been there, but don't stay in that place of shame. 
We have to shake it off, dust ourselves off, pick ourselves up, repent, turn away from it, move forward, and keep moving. Don't stay stuck. Listen to some of the lies that the enemy will tell us. From a child to the preteens, teenagers, young adult to adulthood. Lies that the enemy will tell us. Who told you? God asked Adam and Eve, who told you you were naked? All right. So I'm asking you, who told you you were no good? Who told you you were ugly? Who told you you were never going to amount to anything? Who told you you weren't going to make it? Who told you you can't do it? Who told you that you had no value? That did not come from God. It did not come from God. Shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Now, if someone has harmed us, yes, that was foolish behavior. It wasn't our fault, especially if you were younger. But sometimes, you know, when we get older, we get a little bit beside ourselves. We know exactly what we are doing. We, we have done some foolish things and we're ashamed of it and we should be ashamed of it but we don't stay there we do not stay stuck in that place have you eaten from the tree the thing the person the place that god has told you not to eat from don't partake from that come out from among them be ye separate why? Because we're holy, we're chosen, we're God's people. What have you experienced or what was done to you that was forbidden, that forbidden fruit that you partook of? And when we do that, we have to suffer the consequences. Yes, we may repent of it and it's going to take us time to get out of it, certain things. But there are consequences to our actions. Yes, Lord. Consequences. What are you going to do to heal from it? Will you continue to walk in fear and shame or will you shake it off? Will you take it to the Father? Some of us, we have been through some of the most painful and unthinkable experiences in our lives. To no fault of our own because it was done to us. The other person is the one who should be ashamed, not you. But that is what shame does. It makes us want to hide the experience from the world. When the world needs our experiences, the world needs all of our bad choices, our mistakes, those decisions that we have made. The world needs it. You should not be ashamed to share your story. We would rather keep that hidden and wear it. That is exactly what the enemy wants us to do. 
Shame also makes us feel unloved and it makes us unwanted. This is why we want to recognize the shame we're experiencing so we can move through it in a constructive way. Did you hear that? It makes shame makes us feel unloved and unwanted. But God loves us regardless to what we do. All we have to do is go to him. We wear the fear and the shame as a badge of honor when God is calling us to rise higher above it. Don't wear it as a badge of honor. Have you ever noticed like a little child, if they do something wrong, you know, and you bring it to their attention? And it's a certain face that they make. This certain look, it's like they look down like, I mean, they know they're in trouble, but it's like they look down and they start fiddling and then you, you know what you tell them, stop it. Hold your head up. Hold your head up, right? Hold your head up. Look at me. <laughs> Hold your head up. Look to your father. Don't be ashamed. Sin brings shame. When I think more highly of myself than I ought to, the sin I know I shouldn't have been involved in, in that relationship, the sin that someone else did to me, and the shame of telling our true stories, don't you know that is how we help others by sharing our true story, not the pretty side, no. Not the pretty side, the nice package size, no. That's not helping anyone. We need the true story, the real story, the real you. That is what helps someone. God knew how much and what we can bear. He said he would not put more on us than we can bear. Whatever it is, it did not kill you. You are still here. God used that thing to shape and mold you into who he wants you to be. He knew you could handle it. And you did. You may not be all the way through it, but you did handle it. Or is it handling you? Don't let it handle you. When they say deal with your pain before your pain deals with you. Handle you. We all have made the bad decisions. But you should not allow that to pull you in under shame and condemnation. If anything, what have you learned from it? What have you learned? Grow through it. And don't do it again. But don't go through life under the cloak of shame, wearing it as a badge of honor. This is why we want to recognize it. Now, I'm not going to tell anyone that. That's your story. And you use it to give God the glory. God brought you to it. God has brought you through it for a reason, for a purpose. Is it really your story? God allowed it. 
It's like we're actors, you know, actors in this life. And as things are unfolding, God knew it was going to happen. He knows what we what we were going to do, how we were going to act, but we didn't know. You know, it was a surprise to us. But that experience, we use it for his glory. <laughs> My God. We use it for his glory. God loves it when we are a mess. Don't you know that? He doesn't want anybody who thinks they got it together. He likes it when we are a mess, right? So he can clean us up, pick us up, pour his word in us, build us up, strengthen us. So he will get the glory, not us. He gets the glory. We have to believe a new truth, which is, I've tried something. I failed, but I'm not going to be ashamed about it. The more we minimize the enemy's lies, the more powerful we become. We have to go tell the enemy, so what I messed up? So what I did that? My father knew that I was going to do it. My father has forgiven me for it. And you can just shut your mouth and I'm going to move forward from this. I'm not going to let you hold that over my head. We need to know. We are forgiven and God loves us. So we declare over ourselves, I am a child of God. God loves me. I will not be filled with shame. I will not wear a cloak of shame. And fear and guilt has no place in my life. In Jesus' name, we will not wear shame. So healing your past, healing your pain requires love. It requires you to love yourself enough to get rid of the shame, the guilt, and the condemnation. Those things come from the enemy. They are not of God. You will shake it off, take it off, rebuke every word you have spoken that shamed you. You rebuke it. Use your mouth, use your weapon, open up your mouth and you rebuke it. Has someone ever said to you, shame on you? And you have been wearing that ever since? That's a long time to wear that cloak. So today, let's take that cloak off and wear shame no longer. It doesn't belong on you. It does not belong on you. We confess our sins. God will is faithful and just to forgive us. And he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When pride comes, then shame comes. But we humble ourselves with wisdom. Did you hear that? So when we are wearing shame, we are in pride. Mm -mm. Jesus, have mercy, Lord. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of the widowhood anymore. We will not 
remember it anymore. We will not wear it anymore. In order to heal shame, we must forgive ourselves and let it go. Give it back to the enemy. As you let shame go, then you can begin to heal your past. Healing your past, healing your pain is going to require love. You have got to love yourself enough to let the shame go, let the fear go, let the guilt go, and the condemnation. Always remember, you can become a new you if you want to, but you got to do the work. And it is not going to be easy, but it can be done. You can step into a new you, but you must expose it. Expose your truth. Let your healing process begin so you can step into a new you. Until next time, you take care. Bye-bye.